Welcome, welcome to Rethink My Health Podcast, where each week we come to you live from our studios in Atlanta, Georgia, talking about healthcare matters that matter most to you, your family, your loved ones. And as I say, time and time again, they really do matter most to us, the research scientists, the practitioners in the trenches, day in, day out, working with patients, working with other practitioners, getting to the root cause. As I say, integrative medicine is just good medicine. My name is Dr. Gezagoli, Doctor of Public Health, Integrative Practitioner, joined in the studios with my colleague, Dr. Cheryl Burdett, an expert in integrative functional medicine. And what an exciting show we have for you as we're going through the series on Rethink My Supplements on Rethink My Health podcast. We're going to be talking about NAD. NAD precursors, something called NMN. And what's really exciting about this topic is that we're going to be discussing longevity, aging, regenerative therapies for each of our cells. Our body is just amazing how it can heal with proper nutrition and fuel. But NAD, uh, NAM, is something that's really interesting. Uh, what I find fascinating about aging is that, number one, all of us listening to this podcast is aging, whether you believe it or not, some more than others, is that back in 2018, the World Health Organization released the 11th edition, and they classified aging as a disease. Wow. That's, number one, that's amazing, because that now allows doctors, research scientists, to take a look at therapies to either help the aging process or prevent it. Or in some cases, I know this is going to sound like Star Trek medicine, reverse aging at the cellular level. Now, once again, I don't want to mislead anybody out there. There's no panacea. There's no drug. But when you look at a very comprehensive holistic program through lifestyle, through diet, through proper forms of exercising and key, key nutrients, you can make a difference on reversing aging at the cellular level. And that's really what's exciting about NAD. So what exactly is NAD? I'm just going to kick it off and get Dr. Burdett's opinion in here. NAD is nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. It's a coenzyme that has tremendous potential to promote longevity at the cellular level and increase brain health. That's really exciting about the brain health. Um, As we age, not only do brain cells break down from oxidative stress and cellular deterioration, but we run the risk of developing something called amyloid placking which are the hallmarks of cognitive decline, dementia, Alzheimer's. NAD has been found to have powerful neurological effects 
and can act as these key longevity compounds. Now, one of the key areas that NAD works is that it actually enhances mitochondrial dysfunction. And why is that so important? Because that's the spark plug of the cell. So some of the key areas we're going to be talking about today is longevity, diabetes, specifically prediabetes, brain health, heart health, exercise recovery, energy metabolism, DNA repair, gene expression, and cellular stress responses. This actually does sound like the discovery from Ponce de Leon several hundred years ago, Dr. Burdett. It is exciting, the research. What is your opinion on, on NAD and, and NMN, which is also a precursor to NAD? Well, I think you're absolutely on to something here. We know, and you mentioned the mitochondria. Well, the mitochondria is that powerhouse of the cell. If you think back to ninth grade cell biology, you'll remember a discussion about this is where we make all of our cellular energy, which is referred to as ATP. And the more NAD we have, the more it drives the ability for the mitochondria to make energy. And so when we think about uh, that fountain of youth, like you mentioned, when we think about conditions of aging, one of the major things we know is that it happens as a result of not being able to repair as easily and a loss of function in the mitochondria. When we think about things like dementia, uh, we know that brain health is highly dependent on good mitochondrial function. So if NAD is one of the major things that drives the mitochondria to make that energy, then it helps us to prevent dementia. But of course, that's not the only place that the mitochondria are important. When we think about where do we need the most energy, where is mitochondria most important, in addition to brain health or things neurologic, then you're automatically led to cardiovascular disease. Uh, the heart has to beat all the time. It needs a high level of energy production. Consequently, we have more mitochondria in that tissue in the heart than we do in other organs in the body. So it's, it's, it's very important that we maintain adequate levels of NAD for brain health. Uh, for cardiovascular health, and for a number of other processes as well. So one of the things about NAD is it increases something called sirtuins. And sirtuins are exactly that. They're associated with increased longevity, decreased aging. We know that one of the major things that increases sirtuins is caloric restriction. And so when we go to the data about living longer uh, in mammals, whether or not we're talking about uh, chimpanzees or humans, we know that one of the things that's most proven in terms of improving lifespan is a reduction in calories. But then when we look at what it takes to get there, um, it's as much as a 30% reduction of calories of, of what we're supposed to eat and uh, not that level of calories that we eat around Thanksgiving or sometimes on the weekends or for holidays. So that can be very difficult for people to do day in and day out. So if we know caloric restriction is associated with longevity and we know that part of that caloric restriction is to cause an increase in sirtuins, 
if we can do other things that mimic that, that becomes really useful in terms of uh, anti-aging. So NAD increases these sirtuins. And a few things that sirtuins do is, first of all, they downregulate the pathway that comes on in active cancer. So for cancer to divide and move around the body and to have an increase in blood cell growth and growth of those tumor cells, you have to turn on a pathway called mTOR. The name's not important, but this, these, the same sirtuins decrease that pathway so that we live longer. Alongside that, sirtuins also decrease production of cholesterol. They increase things like bile that help us to detox more appropriately. Sirtuins are associated with a decrease in fat storage, so a decrease in weight loss. Sirtuins improve insulin regulation, so keeping us from storing too much fat, keeping us from becoming insulin resistant, all of those things are associated with aging. Sirtuins also regulate something called leptin. It decreases our leptin. So leptin is that signal that tells our body to hold on to more fat. So from anti-aging to weight loss, to cognitive outcomes, to cardiovascular disease. Uh, NAD is extremely important right down to a cellular level being the, the major thing that sends that signal to increase energy production. Uh, absolutely. I'm so glad you mentioned uh, the anti-aging sirtuins because that is a key component on uh, a lot of research studies when it comes to longevity. And there are numerous, numerous um, research scientists that are talking about anti-aging, and they switch now from anti-aging to longevity medicine, which to me sounds better, and it's more scientifically prudent to say that. Uh, in addition to sirtuins, uh, we have seen uh, AMPK, which is activated protein kinase. Uh, that is a pathway for your metabolism um, that, that also is impaired as we age. And the studies are very, very clear. By the middle age, our NAD levels have plummeted to half of the levels that we are when we're younger. So when we're younger, we have a, a plethora uh, of NAD to powerhouse uh, the mitochondria and the cell function. And there's numerous studies that are demonstrating that boosting NAD levels, increasing insulin sensitivity is actually reversing mitochondria dysfunction, thus it's extending the lifespan. So specifically, I wanted to discuss uh, nicotinamide mononucleotide, NMN, and some of the benefits that we're seeing is another pathway to increasing uh, NAD because there are numerous NAD precursors and we're looking at some very unique strategies uh, to increase the NAD the bottom line is this, healthy levels of NAD are going to be an excellent strategy to enhance the body's potential for longevity. And one of the reasons why I wanted to mention AMPK is that we have seen a major shift in the United States when it comes to metabolic dysfunction. Uh, we have seen uh, diabetes all-time high. The uh, CDC now is reporting roughly 80 plus million Americans have prediabetes. About 35 million Americans are diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. This is a huge, huge problem. 
So one of the areas that we're looking at are different strategies and, and getting NAD levels could be one of those strategies in addition to a good diet, in addition to uh, proper exercising, in addition to low glycemic foods. We believe through the research that a very comprehensive approach by looking at NAD levels, so it's very important to understand to get a baseline. There's only a few laboratories that actually have testing for NAD. Uh, Dr. Shi, uh, University of, of Georgia um, professor, I believe that he recently um, has devoted his, his uh, career now to NAD testing. And that's something that's really, really exciting to get a baseline. Uh, but then again, it's really, really safe to be taking some type of NAD precursor or NMN. But I want to get back into the mitochondria dysfunction, Dr. Burdett. And I want to talk a little bit about intracellular oxidative damage um, because we have seen an increase on um, oxidative damage and NAD depletes with age. But the research is very, very clear that oxidation is depleting NAD. And that's probably why we're seeing advanced diseases, neurological disease at younger ages now. Uh, diseases that we are probably seeing, you know, Parkinson's or dementia that were well into 60s, 70s. Now we're seeing younger individuals. It's, it's, it's kind of concerning, isn't it? Absolutely. And we're seeing younger people. Uh, in fact, you know, cancer is a good example. Colon cancer in older population, we've done pretty well there. And we're seeing those rates go down but you're actually not seeing an overall drop in colon cancer because there's an increase in, of rates in the younger population. And it's fascinating, um, some of the associations with even blue light and some of the, um, some of the various um, uh, uh, computer screens and things like that might be associated. But in general, uh, what we see with these chronic conditions is a, deplete, a depletion in NAD. So we all are familiar with the concept of antioxidants. And we know that we want to eat lots of good blueberries and leafy greens because we want to get these antioxidants into our body. And the and, and things that have vitamin C and vitamin A. And so the reason that those antioxidants are good is because they will allow the body to make more of this NAD, which keeps the mitochondria functioning. And when we get right down to it, the thing that turns the body off, that causes a cell to die, is free radicals in the mitochondria. That's the signal. The body sees, okay, more and more free radicals are being produced in the mitochondria. That's a sign that this system is aging. That's the key sign that we look at to know when uh, life in the tissue should end. And as organs shut down, of course, life overall goes as well. So uh, very good data in terms of NAD being anti-aging because it's the whole thing. It's, it's, it's what we're trying to increase by uh, eating oranges and drinking green tea and getting blueberries. We're trying to get antioxidants in and those antioxidants influence our body to have better levels of NAD. Well, 
a really direct way is to take NAD and get it into the system. And so when we do that, again, brain cells need this. And so it will prevent dementia. It will prevent cognitive decline. It also helps the brain to be less overly uh, excited. Um, anybody who's suffered from things like um, depression or anxiety or especially addiction, uh, NAD allows um, synaptic uh, 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 communication better. So allowing those neurons to talk to each other uh, in a more appropriate way. It actually keeps those neurons from dying off. And so a lot of anti-aging effect for memory, uh, especially after some, a head injury or something like a stroke, particularly effective. Uh, another interesting thing is that, and so this is that tie-in to oxidative stress and free radicals. The whole reason we're concerned about um, cigarette smoke and toxins and pollution, things in the air, things in the water, is because when they make those free radicals, that damages the mitochondria. When you damage the mitochondria, that's the thing that causes our system to slow down. Adding, injecting the NAD back in there helps that mitochondria to work more efficiently, and this is how it prevents conditions of aging. So it may sound that it does a lot of things, and that's absolutely true, because if on a cellular level you help a cell to make better energy, then that's going to mean that that organ's going to perform better. So whether or not we're talking about the brain or the heart, NAD uh, really shines. Now, one thing that I found surprising, uh, and I shouldn't have, because uh, we all know that as we get older, um, even sleep is not as good. Well, uh, NAD is one of the things that will improve circadian rhythms. And so uh, it will help us to diminish poor sleep. And when that declines, of course, this helps things like depression and uh, mental conditions, even bipolar have been shown to improve as a result of improved sleep with NAD. So uh, another way that it's helping us with our cognitive performance, our memory, but even cardiovascular disease, people who don't sleep as well as much for more plaques in the arteries. So again, this connection, if we can make the mitochondria work better, so much in our system will improve from that. Thank you, Dr. Bedette. Hey, this is a Rethink My Health podcast, devoting our entire segment to Rethink My Supplements. Yes, we're talking about supplements, and what's really exciting about NAD or NMN, that you do not only have to go to a clinic to get an IV because up until about a couple of years, um, there really wasn't a good source except intravenously. And we performed intravenously. We had great results with NAD. We still believe in using NAD for certain conditions intravenously. But now with the advancements of uh, these particular supplements, uh, either an NAD precursor or nicotinamide mononucleotide NMN powder, it's very exciting. According to Dr. Shi, who's an expert, uh, PhD, has devoted most of his career now to uh, NAD, talks about using a very specific powder. Uh, the dosages uh, could be 500 milligrams a day up to a gram a day. Uh, just a very simple, tasteless powder uh, into a drink. I know that Progressive NutriCare now has a powder, uh, very cost-effective compared to some of these IVs can be very, very expensive. Once again, if you've got uh, a severe addiction 
or severe mitochondrial dysfunction, certainly work with your local integrated physician practitioner to get these IVs. They could be a game changer. But moving forward, you should be looking for some type of supplementation to assist you to keep those levels up because the research is clear. Healthy levels of NAD decline once you hit middle age. Now we're seeing new reports with long COVID, those individuals with long COVID, the mitochondria has been completely affected, completely depleted, and you're not seeing individuals recover. It's not one of those areas where, hey, I got sick, go home and rest. No, 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 no. You need to be taking action. You need good oxygen levels. You need proper rest and you need to have your nutritional levels assessed and you need supplementation. And NAD is one of the areas that you need to be supplementing with. That's very, very clear with the research showing right now. And as Dr. Burnett mentioned uh, previously, it's going to help with DNA repair. With all the oxidative damage out there, we need good, healthy levels of NAD to not only prevent oxidative damage, but to possibly extend the cell of your life. Now, once again, I want to make it very clear to our listeners out there. This podcast is about education. This podcast is about galvanizing, you galvanizing yourself to take action to rethink what's going on with your health. That's why we call it Rethink My Health. It's all about you taking care of you. And this is why this is one component, a healthy diet. We look at strategies on intermittent fasting for those that can do that as, as a way of, of aging, uh, aging well and preventing the devastating effects of aging. Uh, we know that exercising properly, your movement is medicine for your body. But we also know that high-intensity exercise could be there, very helpful. But I have to say that of all the supplements that I've researched over the past 27 years, besides CoQ10, besides vitamin D, and of course fish oils, I am very, very excited, Dr. Burdett, about NAD, NAD precursors, nicotinamide mononucleotide. I am so excited. I've been taking it myself for the past six weeks. Uh, I take a lot of different supplements. I believe in supplements very much. Uh, I, I always caution our listeners to do the research on the supplements to make sure that there's a certificate of analysis. We have a certificate of analysis for the nicotinamide mononucleotide. 99.999% pure. Um, it's tasteless. It's great. I take a scoop in the morning and I, my brain is ready to go. My question okay. for you yeah. is that with all the research on longevity, have you seen anything else working in conjunction, conjunction with NAD to assist, uh, whether it's absorption, uh, whether it's a comprehensive approach? What, what's your opinion on other supplements working alongside to help the ATP production? Well, there can be precursors like NMN that might be a bit more readily absorbed. So we're starting to think about other ways to maximize that production of NAD, which again, makes perfect sense. When, we, when we're examining this idea of aging, one of the things that you see is that people in their 60s 
have about half the NAD in their cells that people in their 20s have. And now if we look at cardiac tissue, if we look at the heart in your 60s, you have about a third what people in their 20s have. So that's another way to kind of analyze this. As we age, our levels drop off. And so if we can um, get those levels back up, we can combat directly what uh, aging is doing to us. And so uh, it, like we mentioned, it's this vital source of energy. And so and, and so the research really started to pick up maybe seven, eight years ago. Uh, we started seeing in mouse models that NAD would do things like improve uh, loss of muscle mass. Well, that's amazing because one of the uh, factors that are most correlated with longevity is the amount of lean muscle mass. So the more we can keep lean muscle mass, the, it's associated with living longer and certainly better quality. Um, you know, uh, well, one of the major things Things that lands people in assisted living homes is not being able to do daily activities themselves, particularly um, getting up off the toilet. And so when you can't feed yourself or go go to the bathroom by yourself, then of course that is a time where um, you, you need assistance. So keeping our level of muscle mass up is really uh, very fundamental to anti-aging, but obviously quality of life as well. Um, we can use other precursors in the mix. For example, niacin is a B vitamin that increases production of NAD. Other antioxidants will help to recycle it and keep NAD higher as well. It's made from an amino acid, so um, uh, taking more tryptophan, uh, that's the one that's high in turkey, so uh, maybe some anti-aging effects to that turkey at, at Thanksgiving, um, probably some of the, the pumpkin pie, not so much, but uh, the tryptophan from the turkey, and again, uh, then the, really the studies just started to flow forward, so seeing studies reduce, uh, helping to improve muscle mass, like you said, studies that showed uh, improved repair of our DNA. Well, so what depletes NAD and its toxins in the environment that deplete it, it's uh, aging in general that depletes it, it's poor food sources that deplete it. And all of those things are things that can damage our DNA and create mutations. So if we improve the rate of repair, we decrease mutations to the DNA and mutations are the way that a cancer process gets started. Uh, so like I mentioned, uh, decreasing cognitive decline as well. And so there are other foods that we can add to our diet that help to increase our production of NAD as well. Um, fish are, are a lovely way to increase production of NAD. Uh, mushrooms help us to produce more NAD, as does uh, a lot of your leafy greens. But again, it, it's a what we call a linear relationship, meaning the more we have, the better we do. So of course, encouraging anybody to eat a good, healthy diet. But when there are chronic diseases, you see a further depletion of NAD. So a healthy person in their 60s to 80s is going to have a much better level than someone who's not healthy because uh, in addition to toxins and poor food choices decreasing NAD, inflammation in general decreases that. So as we age and our joints are more inflamed or as we age and we get diagnosed with an autoimmune condition or as we age and we are pre-diabetic, all of those things create inflammation and inflammation 
decreases levels of NAD. So yes, there are things dietarily we can do. Uh, yes, there are precursors that we can add in to help us here. But uh, adding in some supplementally can can very can be very beneficial uh, in relationship to that. Look, you know, I I know broccoli is good for me, and I try to get it in into the diet. Uh, but do I get it into the diet every single day? No. I mean, I know mushrooms are great for me. I love to experiment with um, interesting mushrooms out there, like oyster mushrooms. Or this week, I had some lion's mane mushrooms as as a side. They're shown to improve um, brain health. And part of that is the NAD. But do I get those every single day? No. So adding in a supplemental form where I can consistently increase my levels of NAD um, go a long way in terms of reducing chronic conditions and preventing conditions of aging. And that's why we're talking about this. Thank you, doctor. But I, I totally agree with you with the inflammation aspect of it, because the goal here is to live a long, healthy life. And I don't want to mislead anybody and say, hey, take NMN, NAD precursors, and you're going to live for 120 years old. We don't know that. There's so many different areas. But I will say this much, that if you do not do anything to make your health better, it may go away permanently. And, and I mean that sincerely because I've seen thousands and thousands and thousands of patients. Uh, and I've had colleagues see thousands of patients. You know, at Progressive Medical, we've had over 45,000 patients over the past 24 years. And it's really fascinating to see how the body can heal itself when you get the levels back to therapeutic areas that the body needs to heal itself. And NAD is one of them. We didn't even know about NAD. You know, we learned about it in medical school. We learned about it in cell biology, but no one really knew what to do about it. There wasn't a medicine. There was, you know, we just thought, oh, you know, it's going to, no. Now we know. Now we know that there's certain key nutrients to enhance your levels. And hopefully, if everything else is in balance from homeostatic perspective, we call it homeostasis, everything's in balance internally, regardless of external factors, you've got a really good shot a really good shot to live a long, healthy life. But more importantly, live a longevity life. It's really to have a quality of life. Dr. Bidette mentioned earlier, there's many, many family members that can't take care of themselves. What can you do? Can you exercise more? What if you're, you're, you're too fatigued? What if you got too much aches and pains? It's inflammation. Inflammation is causing this. And what's going to help inflammation? Bringing down the body burden of oxidative stress and by increasing the NAD levels, that is what research and science is showing. So, Dr. Bennett, I am so, so excited to talk about NAD and to talk about the benefits of taking supplementation for that. Uh, this is a very, very exciting show. I want to finish up and I want to get your last opinion here uh, because we've talked a little bit about brain health. And, you know, the more research that I'm doing on brain health, that overall, NAD has showing promise that really helps pass that blood-brain barrier and helping the brain function. And it can act on so many different mechanisms uh, for brain cellular energy. It improves memory cognition. It fights something called neurotoxicity in the brain. And it improves brain neurotransmission. This is exciting. Do you have anything else to add? when it comes to brain health for NAD? Yeah, that connection with neurologic disease is so strong. So for example, 
there is a trial done with multiple sclerosis, and that's a condition where um, you quit sending signals well along the nerves, and so uh, you, you don't walk as well, and that the, the, you, you don't send a signal to your lung and heart as well, and so eventually all of these things quit working like they should. Well, what they saw was that MS patients, even the same age, so you take someone who's 60 and healthy or 60 with MS, the MS patient's going to have half the level of NAD. And then what they saw was when they were able to increase NAD, that you started to see uh, improvement in that population. So we know not only does it contribute, uh, but that it is, but that when we can increase it, that we can see um, a repair of those things as well. We also see studies similar to that in, in uh, the world of um, Alzheimer's disease. And so part of Alzheimer's disease is forming these uh, plaques in the brain. And when there are higher levels of NAD, there's less of that plaque formation. So probably back to that uh, inflammatory route. But uh, again, like we said, the more we can calm down those free radicals, the more we can preserve neurons. And even if you're eating a healthy diet, even if you're exercising, just a byproduct of making uh, various hormones in our body, a byproduct of repair can be these free radicals. So keeping NAD levels up um, is just really imperative for uh, improving our, our, our thought process and decreasing degenerative disease. In addition to that, when there are more free radicals that are in the brain, it keeps the brain from making neurotransmitters like it should. So uh, let's say there is an addictive disorder. Obviously, it creates a lot of inflammation in the brain. And when that occurs, you, you're not able to take the same amino acids and convert them into things like serotonin and dopamine that make us feel good. Those pathways get blocked. So there's a real reason for addiction. People are, are self-medicating because the inflammation in their brain is not allowing them to make the same other neurotransmitters that one who's not addicted would be making. And so they just don't have the same sense of feel good. Well, that NAD, when it reduces the inflammation, allows people to make appropriate levels of neurotransmitters. That makes us feel better. Uh, that makes us think better. That makes us sleep better. And so by improving that brain chemistry, we see a lot of uh, global improvement from mood uh, to memory. Thank you, Dr. Burnett. That's a great explanation. I totally agree, concur with you on brain health. Hey, listen, this is Rethink My Health podcast. Dr. Gezagoli here talking about a very important subject when it comes to longevity medicine. That's right. Longevity medicine. Aging is now a disease. Back in 2018, the World Health Organization classified it as disease. So now scientists have an um, area of interest to discover longevity markers, treatments, therapies, and NAD is one of them. So take advantage, research more. Take care of your brain health. Take care of your cellular health. This is a great strategy. And um, all I can say is that science is moving very, very quickly. We have some amazing research that we can pull from. And NAD is one of those areas that you should take a serious, hard look at. And there's a plethora. And I'm so excited in the future to see what else is coming down the pike when it comes to longevity medicine. Hey, Dr. Bennett, thank you so much. Uh, on educating and devoting your entire medical career to research on making 
patients' lives better. And this is an area, thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. Love the biochemistry, love the science, and love the real-world application. Absolutely. Hey, guys, remember, Rethink My Health podcast coming to you weekly. We're going to be educating you more on different health topics. The key, key thing to remember, your take-home message right now, is do something about it. Be proactive. Do not be reactive. And and get your family and friends involved because NAD, NMN is exciting. And remember, a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries the bones. God bless you guys, and we'll see you next week. 